Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. It's the fastest hour on the radio. Speed City. Good evening, gearheads. Welcome to your Sunday night with Speed City. This is John Massengill. I'm sitting in the studio in Austin, and I'm joined via Zoom by Jonathan Green and Les Kaiser. How are you, gentlemen? Good. Dude, it's been a great weekend. I caught World of Outlaws, and then I took a sneak peek inside the third largest Porsche dealership in the country. I got your text this morning, and I raced literally over to the dealership, too. Well, guys, we got a great show. We're one week out from Formula One, and we're going to be doing our Formula One pre- and post-race shows as usual on national radio. Go to our website uh, on another network, as they say, and go to our website, speedcitybroadcast.com, to find out all of that information. And we're really excited because uh, not only do we have uh, Dave O'Neill, the Haas, uh, former Haas F1 team manager, but we got Bob Varsha going to be joining us this year. This that is, guy. This is a new announcement we're, we're talking about right now. Yes, America's beloved commentator is going to be joining us for as many races as he can this year. So uh, look forward to that. So go to our website and get all the details where you can <laughs> hear that. But tonight we have a packed show because we were just talking about the new Porsche dealership, which is an unbelievable facility. I, I, I toured it. Uh, today, just I say toured it uh, I, without invitation. I just walked in the front door, me and my son, and we just walked all over, and and nobody stopped us. So, uh, and I, I took, got escorted out. Yeah, and uh, so we've got uh, Steve Skierhorn, Skierhorn, sorry, Steve, and he's he's going to be joining us here in just a moment. But we also have an interview with reigning FIA Formula Three champion Oscar Piastri. He's gonna. We did an interview with him that uh, we're going to play, and we also did an interview with another. Porsche guru, Magnus Walker. We did that for the Porsche Club of America, the Hill Country guys out there, and uh, for their Distinguished Speaker Series. We've got uh, an interview from that that we're going to play tonight. We're going to talk a little F1 testing. We're going to talk all about different motorsport news. And But I think right now we do have Steve on the line from Porsche Austin, and 
He's the dealership director. Steve, welcome to Speed City. Uh, nice to be here. I appreciate y'all having me on. Well, we are very excited to have you because that facility was unbelievable today when I toured it. And the location on the corner of 360 and 183, looking down the hill, is the view, it's like one of the best views in Austin. That's just, you guys have just got to be over the top, man. Yeah, it's it's uh, pretty exciting. I mean, I couldn't really imagine a better place to have a dealership, honestly. Well, are you guys, yeah. you, you got, you're getting all set up? I mean, are you going to be open for business tomorrow morning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're open tomorrow for sure. I was salivating over this, Steve. I mean, you know, I drive every day by that. And uh, when I go to the studio, I make that right curve right into it. And seriously, uh, I'd, I'd probably blame you if I ever had an accident because it was a spectacular presence on that corner looking down onto that intersection. Well, I've been, you know, I've been driving by, passing by that, going to the uh, old facility. And it's been, you know, obviously exciting and pretty impressive. But last night, when I went to the dealership, we had parked all the cars on that glass level and we have all those, those red lights and, and I just, it looked better than I could even imagine. So I don't know if y'all seen any photos from that. Yes. Um, or if y'all. Oh yeah. We've got some playing right now because uh, yeah, we're, we're yeah, also yeah. live on YouTube and Facebook and we're playing some right now. And there's a picture of one of the cars with those red lights on it out looking over, uh, kind of over That's the hill right. country. I passed yeah. by before sunrise this morning. And okay. I kid you not, there it was. Uh, uh, it was emotional or passionate yeah. because we're there for Magnus later. Just coming home, were you again, Les? <laughs> no, I was on my way out. <laughs> I know we run opposite each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true, uh, Steve. The uh, <laughs> the buzz, I'm sure, is going to be huge. Everybody's, I mean, everybody's got to be excited. Well, are you guys going to be able to carry more inventory? What are the going to be the kind of those technical kind of changes? Well, inventory has been a struggle this year in general, just with, uh, you know, the production kind of slowed down a little bit, but with Porsche, um, you know, they, they've promised us some extra allocations for the new facility. Obviously you want to have plenty of inventory when we open up a new building. Um, but we, you know, we have pretty good inventory, but we're going to get some more. And they just gave us quite a few cars last week. Awesome. Yeah, I noticed a bunch of cars. I, I noticed a bunch of Cayenne and Taycans. I was surprised how many of those. And uh, for, Yeah, for Taycans, uh, we're the number number eight dealer in the U.S. for Taycan sales. And, um, and we tied for first for the percentage of the total overall sales being Taycan. So I think 14.6% of our uh New car sales or Tycons. It doesn't surprise me with the high tech nature. Go, go ahead, Les. Yeah, folks, I want to tell you. So I put this Porsche dealer here in Austin on par with the factory delivery dealership of BMW that I visited a couple of years ago. This <laughs> is nothing short of spectacular. Absolute A1 first class facility. The equipment, I, I got the opportunity to walk through the entire facility. I mean, below the basement to the uh, to the rooftop. And I will tell you, everything is first rate, first class. And having dealt with Porsche of Austin for, uh, for quite a long time as an enthusiast, this is going to be premier. I, I kid you not. This is a destination. If you're a gearhead, I don't care if you own a Porsche or not, this is a destination. 
Well, I think, you know, a lot of people love, love their Porsches, but I think with this facility, people are going to really connect not only with the, with the brand, but the Porsche Austin, you know? So, um, you know, I think we're gonna have a lot of people visiting that they may have two or three cars and, and maybe they're thinking about that next car being a Porsche. And I think now is probably going to be the right time, you know, with this dealership opening up. Hey, Steve, one of my favorite, we've got a photo up where it's like the service lounge for the customers, but it's got the glass, the, t- the tilted glass windows looking down into the service space where you can yes. come and come and see your car worked on. That's awesome. That's cool. You know what? Oh, I yeah, want we... to find you that, John. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is to me is yeah. confidence in what they're doing. Because sure. how many places do you go that you see that service sign from the, the customer lobby or waiting area into the service area. And it, it's like the stiff arm, do not enter. And, you know, they, they give you some lame view, but what Steve's got is an honest clear cut view. My gosh, he's got an espresso bar right there. Come get a cup of coffee, hang out and watch what happens to your car. It's that confident. It's that customer centric. Uh, Steve, kudos, dude. Also, if you if you look in that picture, if you go downstairs, um, there's another customer lounge in the shop. Hmm. So there's there's a big area um, just on the you know basement level, and yeah. you can you can yeah. see your car right at the same level. So there's multiple views of the shop, um, all tra- very transparent. You know what's going on with your car. Well, Steve, I heard it's one of the like top two or three dealerships in the country now as of tomorrow is that right yeah i hear different you know there may be a a shop that's a little bit bigger there may be a showroom that's a little bit bigger you know i think overall it's probably number one definitely top three um square footage wise it's it's probably number one because it's eight eight levels you know seven stories above and one story below (laughs) okay i admit i walked all the way up but i took the elevator down (laughs) Yeah, I usually do the opposite. I'll take the elevator up and then walk, walk. Down. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, Steve, oh, there were some beautiful examples out there. Brand new inventory, some limited uh, high demand vehicles were sitting in there. Uh, you know, again, this is Porsche of Austin. Give Steve a call, catch out, catch up with those guys. I know a few of the guys over there and always just spectacular service. Well, now they got a f- facility that matches their service level that we've Definitely. known that group for. Yeah. Well, Steve, thank you very much for coming on. Wish you guys the best of luck. This was not anything paid. We were all just excited to have this amazing facility and wanted to get somebody on. So, Steve, we really appreciate it. And you guys, uh, I'm I'm really impressed. I'm sure everyone will be in uh, best of luck over there. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Hey, right. thanks a lot, Steve. We'll see, see you out there. there. All right. Thanks. Yeah, I was serious with that kid with his face pressed against the window. Yeah, no doubt. It said so just really, I, you can't. You can't do it justice. I've been taking photos of it driving by as, as, uh, as it's gone and through construction. So I've got a, my phone is full of them. So, um, well, we got a couple of minutes before the break. I want to touch on a couple of stories, guys. Um, one that everybody's pro- if you're an F1 fan, you need to know that the new season of Netflix, the uh, Drive to Survive F1 series, has launched. So I've got it queued up to do some binging soon. I haven't, uh, I haven't started it yet. And uh, so make so sure you, could, you check that out. What you could do, John, is you could take your iPad down to the Porsche. Yeah. Uh, 
and, and just sit there. Watch the cars. That you're getting a pretend you have a Porsche, and then <laughs> and then and then catch up with Drive to Survive. There you go. John, did you see that giant screen in the showroom? I swear it's as tall as you are. <laughs> yeah, that was huge, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> hey, Jonathan, what's this about another huge basketball star in NASCAR? We got to touch on that. Uh, LeBron James, French guy. Ah, oh, French guy. Okay, cool. No, LeBron <laughs> James, man. Yeah, got him out of his home. He's, he's, he's up with one of the with, with Fenwick, I think. Uh, I just heard it on the commentary today. Um, and um, good NASCAR race, dominated by Larson until the last ten laps. Yeah, yeah. But first, Michael and Jordan. Now, LeBron James. Uh, yeah, this is really interesting. What did you say? We need three more for a basketball team. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> I think no, but in on a serious side, it, it just shows you know a lot of the basketball players, even Shaq, you know that they, they go to. I mean, you know, you know that um, obviously Jordan and um, Hamlin have, have teamed up uh, with Bubba Wallace's car. Well, I hadn't realized this, but evidently um, Jordan was going. I mean, Hamlin was going to Jordan's games back in the day. So you know, this is a long term relationship, and there's a lot of camaraderie between both basketball and NASCAR and has been for many years. So it isn't a surprise to the NASCAR fraternity. It just seems to us a bit of a surprise for them to be involved in motorsport. But I, I, I think it's great for, for bringing NASCAR into even more mainstream. Well, you know, LeBron has become a, a, a friend of uh, Lewis Hamilton's over the past couple of years. And so, uh, you know, it may not be over with this. Yeah. All right, guys, let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on Sunday night. But we, uh, the next interview we're going to play is uh, Oscar Piastri in uh, about to be in F2, FIA Formula 2. You listen to Speed City live in Austin, Texas. Back after a quick break. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride. Or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Winding Road Racing is your first and best choice for all the essentials for a great weekend at the track. We're racers and we love helping racers. With a full selection of racing gear in stock, get geared up with all the safety equipment needed to meet all the latest Snell FIA and SFI regulations. Outfit your car with a comprehensive lineup of racing necessities and when you need to find a few more tents, turn to data acquisition systems from AIM Sports, VBOX, and others. Austin-based with shops in California, Georgia, and Kentucky. The source for all your racing needs. Winding Road Racing. WindingRoadRacing.com Talk 13-7, the right choice. Hi, this is Bob Varsha, commentator for Sports Cars, Barrett-Jackson, Collector Car Auctions, and more. You're listening to Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, Gearhead, you need to get used to that voice you just heard because Bob Varsha is going to join us on our Formula One commentary this year because we do the pre-race. Part of the Speed City family. Yes, part of this. He's been a part of the family before. You know, back yes. in about, what was that, about 50, 2015, he... Uh, yeah. He did the play-by-play when you were gone uh, for our Formula One radio broadcast here in Austin. And so he's going to join back on the team and do as many races as he can with us this year. And, uh, you know, we do the the pre and post to the BBC's play-by-play in the middle of those on national radio. So go to our website and check that out. But, Jonathan, I want to talk – we're going to talk some Formula One if we can get all the stuff we got to talk about in. But – Next, I want to play this interview, Jonathan, um, and I want you to set it up because this guy has got a meteoric rise in motorsports. Yeah, no question about it. Um, Obviously, we'll be focusing on F1 next weekend, um, but you've got to remember that Formula 2 and FIA Formula 3, of which there are two Americans, uh, Juan Manuel Correa is taking part in, um, he's going backwards, actually, having had that injury, he's going back to Formula 3 to kind of regroup. And uh, Jack Crawford, a youngster and a Red Bull junior, is in FIA F3. But the winner of FIA F3 was an Australian last year, a guy called Oscar Piastri. And his rise to stardom, as it were, pretty pretty incredible. Um, he basically won the Formula Renault Championship first time out. 19. He then went on to win FIA F3 first time out and has now moved to the championship winning Prima team. In fact, you could argue he's taken uh, Haas Formula One driver Mick Schumacher's drive at Prima and will work with the same engineer. So I've, I've got a long interview, which you can go uh, on our SoundCloud and listen to, and we'll put it out on YouTube as well. Um, but I had to start by talking to him about, you know, the quick rise and whether he was literally pinching himself or whether he was taking it in his stride. I think just taking it in my stride. I mean, you know, it, it is happening pretty quick. Um, you know, we weren't really expecting, I wasn't really expecting 
of all people to be in F2 this year. I was expecting to do two years of F3, but um, obviously it went much better than, not much better, but it went better than expected, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, now I'm in F2, obviously the next step is only F1. Um, I think there's a, a lot of learning to do in F2. I feel like I'm I'm well prepared for round one. Uh, I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to know how to do everything at round one, but um, I think, you know, we're in a good good place. I'm in a very good team with Prema um, and, you know, I've got Schwartzman, who's a, a very good teammate to try and learn from. Um, so, yeah, I think we're, we're in a strong, a strong position, but I'm also aware that, that, you know, trying to go out and do what I did last year in F3 and do it in one year is pretty unlikely for F2 as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm not really setting any pressure on, on myself to, to get it all done this year and try and get into F1. But, um, yeah, carrying the same mindset as F3, if I, can, uh, if I can do better than I expect, then that's only a good thing. And give us, give the fans and our audience uh, an insight into what the difference is uh, between FIA F3 and the Formula 2 car in terms of driving. What was, what's the most noticeable thing to you? Um, I would say there's probably three main factors um, that are different. The first is, is the horsepower. Um, I think F3 car has about 400 um, and the F2 car has about six, 600 or so. Um, also it's turbocharged and there's quite a lot of turbo lag. Um, so sort of managing the power delivery in F2 is actually very difficult. Um, the car is also much heavier than F3 and to be honest, F3 was already a reasonably heavy car for single standard standards. Um, especially on full fuel, it's, it's quite, I think it's nearly 200 kilos heavier than the F3 car on full fuel. So um that definitely took some getting used to just sort of you know feeling how the car reacts um with heavier weight uh and and then the last one is is probably the tire management um you know i yeah i think when you've got 600 horsepower and an x you know close to i think a minimum weight's close to 800 kilos it's pretty easy to chew up your tires so um, just learning that and and learning how to manage them in a much longer race compared to F3 as well is, um, yeah, something that's that's taking time to learn. I think I'm doing a good job of it, but I guess we'll we'll find out in round one. But I would say those are the the main differences that uh, I have to adapt to. So you say you know you feel like you're prepared for round one. How did the tests go? And was there anything that surprised you that you feel like you still got to get your head round and or working with a, a new team? I know you're staying with Prima. That's that's got to be a plus too because I don't I don't know if it's the same people you'll be working with, but you are with the same outfit, and of course they're one of the best teams in the paddock. Yeah, I think the, the test went went pretty well. Um... To be honest, I think it was probably more positive than the, the F3 preseason test last year, which is, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that as encouraging. Um, but yeah, I think as a team, we we proved reasonably strong. Um, I think we'll, we'll find out everyone's true pace uh, in after the first qualifying session. But um, yeah, I was, was pretty happy with where we're at as a team. I think myself personally as well. Um, I was I was definitely getting there. I think towards the end of the test, I think we were on my side of the garage. We were we were definitely 
pretty strong um, and I was was improving a lot, particularly in the race runs. Um, and I think that's sort of the main area to, to keep working on. Um, but yeah, I think our quality pace was pretty strong. I was happy with my own personal performance on that side and, and the race run is something I know that first thing is going to be very different when you chuck in 21 other cars around you in an actual race environment and pit stops and beat. yeah and pit stops as well i did my first few uh live pit stops in in testing as well so that was another thing to add in which was pretty cool um but yeah do, again doing that in a, a sort of more pressured environment where it, it really counts um you know it's, it's another thing but yeah like you said staying with Prema is is awesome it's it's what i wanted to do after the f3 season um and yeah there's there's a few people that are the same not too many people that are the same to be honest um but yeah it's nice to you know even simple things like you know i know exactly which flight i need to take to get here i know you know i know the taxi driver to get here and yeah. stuff like that it's it's you know kind of just like staying home for another year um which is very nice and a lot of the people you know i'm still coming to the same factory seeing everyone that i saw last year in the factory as well so uh yeah it's it's nice to be staying with them for another year and will you have a, a new engineer or anybody you worked with before or will it be all new uh so the technical director guillaume is is shared between f2 and f3 um but everyone else will be will be new for me this year so my uh, race engineer is is antoine he was with uh, mick schumacher last year so uh, no excuses. Got to try and make <laughs> no. it two in a row for him now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's we've, our relationship's been really good so far. We've been working really well together. So uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Man, Jonathan, he looks like he could play other ath- athletics. Man, he's a he's a beefy looking young man. Yeah, and uh, I mean, a great story. I mean, what I like about that is I didn't know much. It was the first time I talked to him. I'd obviously seen him his name on the charts before now. Um, but, you know, you are looking very much and he we, uh, later in the interview, we talk about the fact that he's one of the Alpine juniors. So he's going to be working with Ocon and Alonso, which is going to be a thrill because he grew up watching Alonso race as a five year old. That was his first interest. So, you know, talk about um, the, 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 you know, paving the way for the future. He's going to be working with a guy that he, he, he first sort of watched when he was five or six. So, um, yeah, you, you, a bit like Mick and Mazapan, I think you'll be seeing this kid just like George Russell uh, very soon. Well, I'm going to stick with your predictions. You predicted Lando Norris and some others. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm glad you got that interview because this is going to be fun to watch knowing that uh, his meteoric way, rise. Full, yeah, the full interview, because uh, we talk about his history and how he got into racing and what he's done. Uh, and also about the, um, the Alpine Academy, which is, you know, uh, pretty, pretty darn good. And some great drivers uh, coming out of that, too. And this, there's a really good battle of the juniors from Red Bull to Ferrari um, and uh, Alpine. And, and we've seen the benefits of the Landos and the, and, and the George Russells in the last few years. So there's a whole crop of youngsters coming up that uh, I really want to keep an eye on this year. Well, speaking of this year, I am just, I, I think I'm, I'm more excited for this year than I have been in a long time. And I guess just because there's so many cool stories, you know, you got a Schumacher name back in for the Haas F1 team. Uh, we, it, there's just a ton of them. And I want to ask you guys, Jonathan, I want to start with you. What do you, what's your favorite, what are you looking forward to the most? Aston Martin. 
You know what? Simple. I think I, I think I asked you this question like two weeks ago. <laughs> but no, that's all right. Well, that's but, all right. But no, it's, and it hasn't changed since I've done more research. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like you, I, I share your your enthusiasm because there's so many great stories. If 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 just one story would be the driver pairings and the the sort of. It, not in fighting, that's the wrong word, but how it's going to go between Ricardo uh, and Lando, how it's going to go between Carlos Sainz and Leclerc, how it's going to go between Alonso and Ocon. I mean, there's so many, and Vettel and Stroll, you know, I mean, it's really, really good. Um, you know, Alpha Tori looked good. Gasly looked good. I mean, they were moving forward uh, last year, but Aston Martin is the one that really, really sparks my interest for the simple reason that I've now read up on Lawrence Stroll's sort of, ethos here and he truly does believe that with aston martin cars and with aston martin formula one he's going to try challenge for formula one superiority and be the next ferrari and that's that's a big big mantle yeah no kidding les what about you i know that you're just as uh, excited as the rest of us yeah you know interesting i am gonna focus on mclaren this year yeah as a car and as the dynamic duo together, they're so entertaining. Uh, they both have a great grasp on, uh, on fan connections. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited to watch McLaren. I mean, here I am. Uh, I'm swaying away from really not being polarized too much to any team. This year, I'm on McLaren. I'm excited to see Daniel Ricardo have a car that he genuinely seems enthusiastic about. And then he's up against Lando Norris, the new youngster that, you know, of recent years that brings a whole new view into this sport, to be quite honest. Mm. I'm excited for this. Well, I am, I am excited um, about Ferrari and not necessarily mm. the Ferrari team specifically. I'm excited about the Ferrari power plant because obviously if it, if they have corrected some things or, or move, move forward, let's put it that way. If they've moved forward with their power plant, Obviously, that's going to help them, but also the Haas F1 team is what I'm really referring to. And it was such a miserable year, year last year that it's just, you know, it was it was horrible. I don't really have much expectations for Haas this year. We've, they've said it. They've said it. Gunther said it on our show. It's like next, next year being 2021 is just going to be a, a tread water and train the drivers. But did you see the comments that Gunther made about the drivers, though, how surprised he was? How well they did during testing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I was impressed by both of them, too. All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and take our, our next break. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk some more Formula One. And we're also going to play the interview we did with Porsche guru Magnus Walker. You're listening to Speed City. Back after a quick break. traditional Tex-Mex look no further than an Austin favorite one in a million serving original family recipes since 1980 and located just minutes from downtown at 2300 East Cesar Chavez one in a million has your Tex-Mex fix every day of the week from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. breakfast is served all day homemade migas enchiladas and menudo and try the Don Juan taco some say it's big enough to feed a family of four one in a million online at one in a million.com 
Motivation USA, catering to the sport bike enthusiast looking for truly unique parts and accessories. Stand out from the crowd. Motivation is the exclusive North American distributor for SC Project MotoGP inspired exhausts and the largest Rizoma retailer in the United States. Get the best parts from around the world at the best prices with fast shipping and a knowledgeable staff ready to help. Shop online 24-7 at MotivationUSA.com. That's MotivationUSA.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Talk 1370, the right choice. Hello to everyone, this is John Tostaino, this is Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, welcome back to the show. And I, we've got this interview we're going to play with Magnus Walker, but um, there's a, just a couple of other stories that I wanted to touch on. One of them was, um, this is not a new story necessarily, but... Um, have you guys, Les, I know I really thought about you when I saw it because you and I have been fascinated by this since Mercedes came out with their split turbo concept, right? But a few weeks ago, there, there was some news saying that Renault is talk, is open to overhauling its power unit and doing the split turbo style. Now, because Honda did it, obviously, and 
and they started making some some good progress last couple of years. But um, you know, this is this is such an a, a simple, obvious thing. I'm surprised that more teams hadn't done it. But last, had you seen this story that Rando was talking about doing that? I had, I had heard something. I had not actually seen anything very detailed. But you think about it just from a theoretical standpoint. You've got the impeller now being separated from the compressor. And so it's a long ways away from the heat that's driving it. The whole idea of the intake is to cool the air gas mixture, air fuel mixtures, and keep it cool going into the cylinder so you can get more in there, uh, certainly internationally aspirated and uh, even more so in turbo. But you think about that. How simple was that the first time we heard about that? And it was like, you know, head smack. Why didn't we think of this? And uh, quite honestly, I'm surprised it's taken so long for others to come in. But you also wind up involving a engine cowl change because of the shape and the uh, the space required by the engine that it occupies is different. So I'm yeah. sure that played. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. By the way, the McLaren um, didgeridoo at the back that was questionable has the been mullet? allowed. The didgeridoo. The didgeridoo. That's an Australian well, I expression. Called, I, I heard it called a mullet. <laughs> no, what? But what? I mean, did anybody? Did any of you do any investigation on it? All I read was that it had been given the go-ahead as legal. Yeah, I, that's all I saw. I don't know any further details, but um, do you and know that's what? Good a, news for them. Do you know what a didgeridoo is? Isn't it like that? That it's uh, an musical instrument. Music musical machine. Yeah, yeah musical <laughs> instrument. Yes. Do you know what a mullet is? <laughs> Yes, and I know you're hiding one under that hat. <laughs> That's what rednecks do. <laughs> That's what rednecks do. Uh, I am the token redneck. Uh, okay. We've missed the banter, haven't we? <laughs> hey. uh, but well, yeah, the uh, what makes it legal is it's actually it's, uh, attached to a different mounting point than, than what we were seeing with the others. And so... Uh, by the law of the land or the letter of the rules, that is acceptable. What does it do? Do you know? It actually helps uh, break up some of the air and actually puts it to use and downforce okay. in a different manner. But uh, its mounting point is, is the key difference that we see. Cool. Well, that's actually, great. I think it's actually part of the uh, belly pan or tub, if you will. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Well, let's move on. Uh, let's. I want to play this interview with Magnus Walker. And Les, I want you to set this up, you know, with the whole DSS and everything, because oh, yeah. this is more than just a quick interview with Magnus. Folks, so this is a big deal. You know, Porsche has had record sales going on as a brand. Uh, here in Central Texas, we have some of the best clubs in the nation, quite honestly, for almost any brand. Porsche specifically, huge with the Hill Country region uh, is the local club in this region. But there are regions all over Texas, and in fact, uh, this series is a partnership between Speed City Broadcasting and the uh, regions of Texas, Oklahoma, some Arkansas, uh, with Speed City. And so the PCA groups of those regions, we're together, and we're creating some really cool podcast series. They're going to be out every other month. You're going to get to meet folks that uh, you may know as a Porsche person, or you may have heard of them. A little deeper insight and a little twist to it. I hope you uh, enjoy hearing something that Magnus, uh, you'll hear it in it, Magnus reveals that not many people have seen or know about this guy. I wanted to go back to uh, to your folks. 
were your folks particularly passionate about automobiles and transportation or was it just A to B transportation for them? Well, no, I mean, even though we grew up working class, you know, we didn't have fancy cars, but my dad was pretty mechanical. So my dad actually helped my uncle David build a Lotus Type 47 that they bought in kit form in the late 60s from Lotus and assembled it in my uh, uncle David's garage. So, you know, there's a lot of motorsports activity going around, obviously, in England in the 50s, 60s and 70s and you know, all the way through. England is the home to F1 motorsports. And, you know, that period of time, uh, you know, England was sort of really producing some phenomenal cars. You know, the E-Type Jaggers just celebrated its 60th anniversary yesterday, and it was a swing in 60s. So, you know, uh, cars and motorsport and cottage industry and people like Lotus and TBR and Jag, you know, the the, the British uh, motor motoring industry was pretty busy. My my dad's father, my granddad, was actually a sales rep for cars, and he'd ironically worked for this Russian company as a sales rep called Moscovich. So uh, they were around cars, but they weren't necessarily owning cars that I was interested in. My dad was a sales rep and had company cars, Ford Granadas and stuff like that. But my uncle David was pretty successful. He had a design business and he was the guy that had the taste and the means to acquire these cars. So, you know, him and my dad built this Lotus Type 47. And then my Uncle David went on to get a 246 Dino, which he then traded into a fiberglass Ferrari 308 GTB in 75. So I, I was around cars a little bit, but truth be told, a couple of interesting things. I never had a driver's license in England. I never owned a car in England. I never really drove in England. You know, I'd go over on the bus for 10 pence, but uh, I did watch a lot of motorsports and uh, that's kind of my upbringing around cars as a, you know, an early kid, a 10 year old into teenage years, really. That, uh, you know, that's always amazing. But uh, folks, as I said, we met here at the Circuit of the Americas, uh, the end of our conversation. Yeah, keeping it weird down there in Austin. We still are, we still yeah. are. ATX. we finished our conversation, we, uh, Magnus invited me to visit him in his own home and his garage shop and everything. Had a great visit there. I come to know Magnus a bit more. Magnus, when we were there, you brought up something. And the more that we spoke kind of away from cameras and audience and, and autograph seekers of yours, we heard, uh, I heard things that really kind of captured your passion. And you described it in ways, one of the things you said of your favorite pair of jeans, your favorite jacket your favorite shoes. And that was something that you put together over the course of the day visiting with you that just said, there's something about this worn car that's experienced. Can, can you elaborate on that? Yeah, it's character, it's soul, it's patina. These are things that new cars don't have, you know, or, or that it's a different type of character and soul on any new object. It's not just a new car, you know, I like collecting, humans like collecting, people collect things, whether it's stamps, trains, guitars, cars, watches, whatever it may be. So I, I like to collect cars, uh, specifically uh, in answering your question. For me, I've never owned a new car. Uh, nothing ever needs to be perfect. I like things that are broken in, slightly worn. Uh, I'm not one of those show and shine guys. You know, I say the Porsche world is, is a marketplace. Are you guys still there? Yes, go right ahead. Okay, yeah, somehow the screen shifted. But yeah, you know, for me, uh, the Porsche pie has is, is, is got many slices. And by that, I mean 
some people love to, you know, take the cars to golf courses and have people with Q-tips and white gloves judge them and give them what I call a paperweight. And these generally happen at various events, probably with Pebble Beach, Concord being the highest level of that. And that's fair enough, each to their own. Some people like to race cars. Some people like to, you know, buy cars and never drive them and say, hey, here's my car with 40 miles on it, like a piece of art, which is fine. But for me, the cars were built to be driven. So that whole thing is, you know, cars for me should be driven. Uh, I'm never concerned about mileage on cars. You know, to me, no two cars ever drive the same. You know, I'm sat next to five three-liter turbos from 75 to 77. No two of them drive the same. So to me, it's character and soul. When people say to me, hey, I want to show you my car that's got 50 miles on it, I'm not really interested in that. But someone that shows me with a car with a couple of hundred thousand miles in it, I'm super interested in that. You know, it's all about the stories and the memories and what I call the memorable moments that those cars, you know, have earned over the years of being driven. And every car has a story. So, you know, I'm enthusiastic about the variety of the drive, the way cars drive. You know, back to my Irish green car behind me right there. That's an early 1966 9-11. So by my math, that car's 55 years old. We can't travel back in time, but I can go get in that car. And essentially, it's almost as if it was 1966. So, you know, to me, it's a way of experiencing uh, a different way of traveling, you know, from this commuting, which is A to B, right? You know, and that's what people do when you commute to work. I walk to work. I'm living up to my last name. I average 10,000 steps. I own a few cars. But truth be told, 90% of my driving is pure pleasure. I, I don't commute to work. So, uh, I don't necessarily drive a million miles, but a lot of the miles that I drive are just pure pleasure, enjoyable miles. And to me, that's what really uh, I enjoy about getting behind the wheel of any car, uh, whether it's a Porsche or not. I remember you uh, stating that you measure the distances in smiles. and uh, Smiles per mile. You know, that's something that, uh, you know, you can't necessarily put a price on that. You know, to me, you know, I get enjoyment out of driving various cars, never depending on what they cost or what I've invested in them. You know, I, I have $5,000 cars and I have cars that cost me a little bit more, but depending where you want to go, each one of them will put a smile on your face. So smiles per mile is definitely one of those things that I like to talk about. Absolutely. You know, folks, I know a lot of us know Magnus for his Porsche passion. Uh, that's practically trademarked on this guy, but there's something else that might surprise you. It's a, I'm going to ask, Magnus to uh, reveal what you showed me at your desk. I don't know what I showed you at my desk. I'm not saying Roll your sleeve it. up, buddy. Oh, you want me to roll my sleeve? I mean, I'm, I'm never sure what you want to see. Hey, you're probably <laughs> talking about the Super B tattoo right there. I don't know if you guys can There see you that. go, folks. Mopar. Mopar or no car. Yeah. You know, you use the word passion. Passion's one of those things, you know, that cannot be manufactured, put in a container and sold. You know, here's a cup of passion. You know, you're, you either have it or you don't, you know what I mean? You can't fake passion. It's something that um, I think all true car heads, geared, motorheads, whatever you want to call it, we all have a passion and need for speed. It's just a matter of you pick your poison. Is it a Mopar? Is it a Chevy? Is, you know, is it a Porsche? Is it a sport import tuner? You know, the common bond that I found is, you know, guys like chasing cars, building cars, driving cars, showing cars, talking about cars, you know, spending time around them. So, that is the common bond. And for me, you know, Porsche is my religion, my drug of choice, but I like variety. You know, at one time I owned two 69 Super Bs. I have a Super B tattoo. I don't actually have a Porsche tattoo. So, uh, 
you know, take that for what it is. But uh, yeah, Mopar or no car. You know, this guy, he's, you can see the brilliance because it, that, that what he's talking about passion there about, about cars. And it's something that I, my whole, I mean, people ask me, it's like, well, how did you, how did this happen? I'm like, I have no idea because if I am, if, if you look at me and I'm kind of staring off, I'm probably thinking about some sort of car, whether it's a car that I want to buy, something I want to, a mod or something I've got out in the workshop. And, and that, that passion, I just can't, I could never extinguish it. I think I, until the day I die, I will be that way. But he was, th that's exactly right there. You can't manufacture it. You can't, mm. you can't get trained into it. It is, that passion is just there. Okay, and, and it's, uni it's universal too, isn't it? Between all. Uh, uh, yes. Car, car, that's a really good point because you can be a drifter, you can be a drag, drag, dragster person, you can be NASCAR, any whatever. But but you can also just be a cars and coffee kind of guy or a Q-tip kind of guy, like he's saying. But I can appreciate and have a conversation with any one of those people and appreciate what they love about their particular, as he put it, drug of choice. Mm -hmm. All right, Jonathan, I don't know if you and I have ever talked about this one thing about our compadre here. Did you know, you, you won't be surprised, did you know he has a spreadsheet listing a hundred and some odd cars that he's owned over history? <laughs> I, I, I have worried Good about it, but not, not to a medical point, but we'll, we should keep an eye on it. Okay, but, but did you hear what he's doing for the next row on that spreadsheet? No. Tell us, dude. Well, it's, a, it's apropos for tonight because... Uh, I'm looking for a Porsche to add to that list because uh, mainly if my son's probably not listening, mainly to spend time with my son because he's uh, not only is he a, a Porsche owner, but he's a Porsche mechanic in the illustrious uh, Porsche Carrera cup. Uh, but he is now, he, he is, his knowledge of Porsches is beyond my knowledge of, I mean, I can't think of like Corvettes was mine for many years and I'm pretty good on that, but I don't think I'm as in depth as he is on Porsche. So so yes, I'm looking at like a 996 or a 997. So I'm going to do that from my and and by the way, Les, it's not a hundred cars, but it's I don't know what it was. It's but it's not a hundred for sure. It's not even close to a hundred. But yeah, it's fun. Oh and yes, I have a spreadsheet number that I admire. And, and it, it's it's a spreadsheet, and it's not just a list of the cars. I've got notes about every one because one day when I'm old and I can't remember, I'm going to go back and go, oh yeah, that 79 Cutlass had a 2.29 rear end axle ratio. And that's the reason it was such a dog off the line. But anyway, I digress. Thank you, Mr. Know-It-All. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, uh, we got another little special local treat we're going to play for you guys. Listen to Speed City. Back after a quick break. As a rider, you know what you like, the power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers, the best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin, online at DucatiAustin.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else? So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Motivation USA, catering to the sport bike enthusiast looking for truly unique parts and accessories. Stand out from the crowd. Motivation is the exclusive North American distributor for SC Project MotoGP-inspired exhausts and the largest Rizoma retailer in the United States. Get the best parts from around the world at the best prices with fast shipping and a knowledgeable staff ready to help. Shop online 24-7 at MotivationUSA.com. That's MotivationUSA.com. Talk 1370. Hi, this is Magnus Walker. Greetings from downtown LA and thanks for tuning in to Speed City. Keep Austin weird and get out and drive. Pedal to the metal. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, welcome back to the show. I'm going to toss it to you, Jonathan, because we had the Super Lap Battle guys on, and you helped them produce a video. And I love this thing, and I love what all it, it, it means, not just a simple, like a promo or whatever. So, yeah, tell, tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, we had uh, Cuban from uh, Super Laps on a few weeks ago to promote the event at Coda. Uh, I went out there, and it was a great weekend. Uh, the sun was shining. Coda was in its full glory. There were some really good enthusiasts out there loving every minute of being at Coda, loving their cars. And it just felt like there was no COVID anymore and we were finally back to normal. Of course, we're not. Um, but it certainly was a, a great weekend out. And in fact, our, our videographer, a very good young man named Abraham, did a fantastic job of, of basically summing up the weekend of what was uh, a great day for both Coda and the friends uh, and our friends at Superlapse.
Hello everyone, Jackie Ding here. Uh, I'm here racing the PhD Racing AMS Performance number 86 Toyota Supra 890 uh, here at the beautiful Circuit of the Americas with Super Lap Battle. This is actually our third year at Super Lap Battle, Koda. Uh, it's always a wonderful event. Super Lap is special because it's kind of like the culmination of Time Attack here in the US. Uh, this is the big one. This is the one everybody wants to win. This is the one where the prizes are the highest and the stakes are the highest. And people from around the country, from California, from us, from, us, from Chicago, from, from New York, from Florida, everybody gathers around here at this one track where they race F1 here and everything to try and find out who's the fastest. And, uh, it's amazing, isn't it? My name is Chris Forsberg, I'm a three-time former Drift Champion and we're out here performing our very first race as Forsberg Racing in the GLTC Cup. You know, it's really cool to be able to say that we fielded a race car here as well. And with that, we have Brian Highcotter as a new addition to the team for this year. And he will be actually piloting this car, not myself, as he has been a factory-backed Nissan driver and is very, very intelligent with the car setup and having a very consistent lap time, very good feedback on how the car is performing and also just an absolute machine behind the wheel. Yeah, this is a very familiar series to me. Uh, a lot of good friends in various stages uh, of racing, both time attack and wheel to wheel. And it's, it's just fun to be out here in this environment because it, it really brings both crowds together, time attack, wheel to wheel. We've got other crowds out here too, drifting, car shows, those type of things. And it just caters to everybody. It's a great show for spectators to hang out, learn about some cars, meet drivers. Uh, that's, that's what brought me into it. And now I'm here racing myself, so I love it. Yeah, my name is Joel Morrison. I'm uh, the driver of the Nine Lines Racing S2000. Uh, been in motorsports for a little over 10 years. Done various things from autocross to time attack. Recently moved to wheel to wheel in the GLTC series here with uh, Grid Life and Super Lap Battle. Um, we're out here just having a great time and uh, we're, we're fairly new in this series, but we've made up some good time and good positions. We've got one more race to go this out after. Real excited, cars working great, nice and fast, so we're looking to make up some good positions and just have a great weekend. We're having a blast. Well, I think more than anything, my favorite part of Super Lab Battle is the people. And I don't just mean the competitors, I don't just mean the staff, I don't just mean the fans. I mean as a whole, the people. Because people that are here and stay here, they do it because they love it. And without them, we couldn't do it. Um, what's up guys, my name is Nate Hamilton and I'm a drifting athlete. I've been in motorsports from a grassroots perspective uh, for over 10 years now. Yeah, so it's my first time for grid life and super lap battle as far as uh, a spectator being in the drifting paddock. Um, but I hear a lot of rad cars zooming by and I'm enjoying myself a lot from the facility to all the crowd that came out today. 
Um, it's literally been overwhelming. And as far as uh, kind of getting into the 2021 season, it's a really good start. As a drifter, it's super cool because you have Super Lap Battle, you have Grid Life's Time Attack, and that brings a different crowd. And I think that chemistry makes for a lot of really cool moments. And like when I'm giving ride-alongs here with Lone Star Drift, uh, I'm basically able to take some people that maybe haven't experienced drifting ever before. And for me, it's super important and obviously to see their smiles, like it, it means a lot. Hey everyone, it's Larry Chen here. I am a car culture photographer. We're at Super Lap Battle, and I've been shooting for 16 years. Can you believe that? That's a long time. All kidding aside, legitimately, this is the greatest time attack event in North America, so I definitely had to come out here. Uh, the cars, the culture, everything. It's just amazing to see everyone gather for this reason. Yeah, Jonathan, that, that I think not only seeing all the cars on track and hearing the sounds, you know, mm. but just knowing that kind of Coda's doors are open and everything's starting to happen again out there. I think that's what really kind of strikes me. Yeah, and I, it was a really nice little video. And and the fact that there's more of it, and we will put uh, it on our YouTube channel and uh, check it out. Um, you know, they were so excited to be there, and that's the best part of it. And it, so nice to see Coda open for business after it was, after this long lockdown, you know? Yep. All right, guys, we just got a little bit left. I want to touch on uh, Formula One because this is the eve of our Formula One season. And, of course, we're going to be doing the pre- and post-race shows and in between, of course, it's the BBC with, is it the same team this year, Jonathan? I forgot yes. to look. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So the BBC is going to be doing the play-by-play -play, and we're going to lead right Jack up Nichols. to, yep. And, uh, and Jenny Gow and, and we'll lean, we're going to lead right up to every race and have a post race every time. And, you know, one of my favorite things about that is our call-ins people from all over the United States calling in fans from, I mean, literally coast to coast. And it really makes a, for a great show. And really, it, it's y'all's show. That's what it's all about. And yep. and so excited to have Bob Varsha join us this year. And uh, so just make sure you go to our website, speedcitybroadcast.com, and check it out and see where to, to tune in. And, of course, you can always watch on our social media. We'll be live on social media, our Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. But thanks, everybody, for tuning in for your Sunday night with Speed City. And we'll talk to you next week. Happy travels. Bye,
and winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.